Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following is a special presentation from Colesport. We are coming to you live and direct the red carpet of the VIP Honors, the third annual VIP Honors. We're so glad that you made it. Thank you so much. This is a star-studded event. Oh, who am I? Well, I am Laura Cage, and I'm here to basically usher in the festivities both before and after the event. And... Man, we have something that you really are looking for. And we, and man, do we have something that we're, and man, do we have something extremely good for you in store. I mean, you have awards such as, well, of course, let's go to the episode of the year award. Well, you know, that's why we do the show and that's why the show is so popular. People love hearing the whole thing and Special awards will be given to episodes of the year. Then you have, of course, the skit of the year. You'll be hearing it all throughout the show. Also, the same thing with the dough of the year. You'll hear the, the nominees all throughout the show. So you'll get an understanding and a gist as to who is up for those awards. And then, of course, there's other awards such as Champions Personify of the Year, Segment of the year, the going in of the year, and that special VIP gets awarded the VIP of the year. Stay tuned for more of the festivities. It is time to get the show on the road. I am Laura Cage, and welcome to the third annual VIP Honors. Have a good show. Enjoy it, everybody. and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cole Sports is proud to bring to you its third annual VIP Honors. And now, the host, the executive producer, the man who was behind the brand, Cole Sports! Cole! Johnson. Hello, 
Oh my goodness. Wow. See, this does not get old. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Wow. I, I'm, I'm speechless. And you know that's rare for me to be speechless. Uh, I'm absolutely speechless. Wow. Let me take this in. Have a seat. Have a seat. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Thank you for that wonderful ovation. Thank you for investing your time in this program. Well, it's nothing to it but to do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third annual VIP Honor. Yeah, now, now give yourselves a round of applause. Yes, yes, yes. Well, but before I begin the festivities, I'd like to send a special shout out to my mother-in-law. No, no slight, no joke. Uh, this is a milestone birthday. Now, I'm not going to divulge your age, but if she's listening, I hope you know I love you very much. Yeah, she is a special woman. Well, how did you like the food tonight? Was it great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The catering was brought to you by McDonald's. Yes, the real breakfast, lunch, and dinner of champions. I'll get to that a little later. But 2018 did not disappoint in the sports world. Am I right? Well, let's begin with the Patriots because we're going to end with them too. Taking an L at the hands of the Eagles in last year's Super Bowl. I haven't seen that many Americans that happy since the Cowboys were eliminated by the Rams in the playoffs. 23 years in Cowboys Cowboys fans. We saw history made with Kobe Bryant becoming the first ever NBA player to win an Oscar award. Yeah, yeah, give it up for him. Give it up for him, yeah. The Academy could award a whole horde of those statues to every single NBA player for flopping. And speaking of the NBA, people were getting excited about the prospect of the Warriors losing in the NBA playoffs last year. I mean, they, they suffered some injuries. Another team had a better record than they did. The Rockets actually had home court advantage over the Warriors. And then Mike D'Antoni happened. Come on now. 27 straight threes missed. I mean, there were so many bricks laid in Game 7 of the 2018 Western Conference Finals that the rapper Future was envious. If he chopped those bricks like karate, his hand would be broken. Oh, 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 I forgot. He likes to take the drugs instead of move them. My bad. We also saw a Kyrie-less Celtic squad be one half short in advancing to the NBA Finals. We saw a young star be born in Jason Tatum. But that... Yeah, yeah, give it to me. Give it to me, man. Yeah. But that wasn't what caught me off guard. Yes, the Cavaliers advanced to the finals for the fourth consecutive year. Yes, LeBron James went to his eighth straight NBA finals in his career. But it was Tyron Lue who was my focus. You know, the coach or now the former head coach of the Cavaliers. During the season, he took a break because he had heart palpitations and other health scares. 
But when the Cavaliers made the playoffs, he came right back quick. I mean, the only person I saw rise from the deck that fast was Tyson Fury from a Deontay Wilder right there. The Warriors swept the Cavaliers for their third championship in four years. What? Why are you looking at me? That, that's the joke. Well, how about the World Cup? See, I, I know America is not all that enthused about all things World Cup, but France was. Uh, congratulations to them for winning it. I mean, did you see that team? I mean, there were so many black players on that squad, you would have thought the NBA invaded the World Cup. No, but the true winner wasn't France, no. It was Burger King in Russia. Now, you may not have heard this promotion, but they offered 3 million ruble, or 50,000 U.S. dollars, and a lifetime supply of Whoppers. (laughs) If a woman could get a World Cup soccer player to get her pregnant... That explains all those whoppers I saw at the White House in January. I mean, it must have been one of those Russian mail-order brides President Trump knew who won the honor. Well, since we're in D.C., congratulations to the Washington Capitals for winning the Stanley Cup. More importantly, congratulations to us for watching Alex Ovechkin celebrate winning the Stanley Cup. You want to see athletes like that get such joy out of winning the ultimate prize. I mean, we haven't seen that much unbridled joy since Lakers fans celebrated Kobe Bryant's last game. And speaking of the Lakers, they landed LeBron James. Yes, he took his talents out to the West Coast. It reminds me of a T-shirt I saw. Um, <laughs> there was a Celtics fan that had a T-shirt that said, LeBron went down south while his mother went west. <laughs> I don't like the <laughs> but anyway, the Cavaliers owner, Dan Gilbert, is probably crafting his ransom letter as we speak. Put him on suicide watch. And Kawhi Leonard went to the Raptors after forcing his way out of San Antonio. It's obvious that he got his advice to leave the city from one Charles Barkley of Inside the NBA. The Boston Red Sox are once again the world champions of baseball. They played well throughout the year. Only one problem, though. Would somebody tell the Red Sox that they play for Boston and not New York? I I mean, I I get it. Aaron Judge of the Yankees blasted Frank Sinatra's New York, New York after game two of your ALDS series, uh, Red Sox. I get it. You you all got the last laugh of blasting the same song in Yankee Stadium, the visitors dugout, before going on to the ALCS. But you guys played the song after you clinched the World Series? You were out in Los Angeles when you did this. 
I haven't witnessed that much confusion since JR in game one of the NBA Finals. Hey, I mean, it's not my fault JR was more interested in getting back to the locker room and taking off his shirt. Anyway, that takes us to the National Football League again. You had Drew Brees throw for the most yards in NFL history. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a good, good thing. You have Patrick Mahomes become the second NFL quarterback to throw for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. And then we saw some suspect kicking. Adam Vinatieri, Cody Parkey, and Kareem Hunt. You have the Steelers who want to lowball talent when they see it. Le'Veon Bell saw the writing on the wall. The two sides didn't come to an agreement after they franchise tagged him for the second consecutive year. Bell held out and didn't play for the team. Who knows? They probably were laughing at the Vikings for taking Kirk Cousins off the Washington NFL franchise's hands. Speaking of which, prayers go out to Alex Smith. That is a player who deserves something good to happen to him. It's almost as if the Raiders rubbed off on him. Speaking of Al Davis' favorite team, the Raiders pulled off a magnificent feat. They tore down a team that only two years ago made the playoffs and gave the city of Oakland a horrible send-off. However, they traded Khalil Mack to the Bears and Amari Cooper to the Cowboys. Both teams made the playoffs. So, I propose that the NFL Executive of the Year is John Gruden for making two teams better with boneheaded decisions. The NFL finally knew how to rule what a catch was and put that to bed. We still get the occasional, it was a catch, announcement from Cowboys fan, but I will say this now. January 11th, 2015. Packers 26, Cowboys 21. This take is sponsored by Let It Go Productions. Then, the NFL was set on putting an end to all the protesting. The owners secretly met behind the labor union's back and proposed a punishment. Here's the punishment. If a player were to kneel during the national anthem on the field, the team would be penalized 15 yards to start the game. The Players Association caught wind of it and blocked it. Then they went to negotiating and we didn't hear anything from them again. Yeah, this is exactly out of the legal playbook of one Robert Kelly. You're following me. Deny it. Maintain your innocence, hide on a technicality, and keep as quiet as you can in hopes of the whole thing going away. Yeah, I think that depicts his situation and the NFL situation in terms of the Alright, so they came to a, an, a, 
So they came to a quiet agreement, spearheaded by the Eagles' Malcolm Jenkins, and agreeing to almost $100 million to be donated to the players' charities in exchange for no meal. The Panthers and Reed didn't like that, and almost came to blows with Jenkins during a coin flip between the Panthers and the Eagles. Back in October, I thought we were going to see T'Challa and Killmonger go at it again at Lincoln Financial Field. (laughs) And we found something that will shut Gerald Jones up. He said that there's a no tolerance policy on having sexual sexual abuses on his team. Uh, You had Greg Hardy on your roster at one time. A reporter asked him about Colin Kaepernick, and because of the gag order that the Kaepernick collusion lawsuit against the NFL is mandated, Jones only got one sentence out of his mouth. It's too bad that he can't be this way all the time. How about the referees? have a hard job. They, they, they have to be impartial. They have to know the rule book. They have to know what a pass interference is. Alright, alright, alright. But, but before I go there, Clay Matthews suffered not one, but two rough in the pass penalties for merely tackling the quarterback for a sack. And a lot of me to go on a slight tangent here since I am mentioning quarterbacks. Tom Brady is not the greatest of all time. I reiterate, Tom Brady is not the greatest quarterback of all time. I said Tom Brady is not the You know something? Those of you who are booing are forever doomed to be Cowboys fan who dreams of making love to his sister. See, I knew that would do it. Now, as I was saying, Brady is the best in this era. It's difficult to compare eras, but no one has shined brighter than he has in the last 20 years. I mean, the six rings... In 18 years, basically says so. But this man is almost 42. He will be 42 (laughs) once the season gets going in 2019, which he says he's actually going to play. I mean, Tom, being 41, Tom is so old, Nancy Pelosi was his high school sweetheart. Oh. I'm, I'm so sorry, Tom. Not her. No, no, no. With the MAGA hat in your locker, you represent the party of the other Jack Donkeys. 
Wait, what's the, who's the Republican equivalent to Nancy Pelosi? Uh, okay, fine. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Dennis Miller said it best. Democrats and Republicans. Now that's a couple of four and 12 teams. Enough of politics. I have to say, though, since we're talking about Brady and we're talking about referees, that roughing the pass a penalty in the AFC Championship game, that was a horrible call. You can't explain that away to anybody. I mean, just like you can't explain away the missed pass interference helping the helmet hit in the NFC Championship game. And it's not just the NFL. I mean, in I mean, in January, in the NBA between the Rockets and the Warriors, Kevin Durant supposedly saved the ball from going out of bounds, and it led to a Stephen Curry 15-footer. Thank God a James Harden 3 nullified the heat that would have been on the unit because both Durant's feet were in the paint as he touched the ball. No, not the line, the paint. A referee was there and saw the whole thing. But no whistle. But I have it on good authority that all the referees, whether it's the NBA, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, National Football League, all the referees have the same favorite movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what that movie is? The Bird Box. <laughs> because they officiate like they're blind. Well, anyway, you having a good time? I said, are you having a good time? Well, yeah. Well, welcome once again to the third annual VIP Honor. I'm so glad you're here. Here we go. My first guest this evening hails from the Midwest, but is now H-Tan proud. Ladies and gentlemen, the host of Why Not Sports and The Flagrant Two author and speaker and podcast host D Murph What's going on everybody this the big homie back for another year for the VIP Honors. In the show, you have certain aspects that just capture your ear. There are moments which make you want to listen to things over and over and over again, right? Then there's a whole package that you appreciate in a way that is like listening to a whole album. And not fast forwarding through one single song. Well, that is what you get when an episode comes together. A classic is born from the first, second, to the last. The nominees for episode of the year are the January 13th, 2018 
blood clots. Hit the Sean Payton. The head coach of the Saints, Sean Payton. New Orleans trumpeter, Shamar Allen, constructed a song on the spot because the dance that Sean Payton did really touched his heart. And what dance am I talking about? Well, imagine your arms being extended out in front like you're holding bike rails and he is stiffly moving from side to side yes it now is a dance it's called the sean payton and it actually now has theme music oh you don't believe me hit it the march 3rd 2018 episode ray of light so powerful all right, son, this is the perspective that it gets us. Here's the perspective loud and clear. You're a hothead. You're a loose cannon. All the oars don't touch the water. There's something loose in the brain. Any type of connotation alluding to you're not stable would be the explanation. Because why would you want to throw a bowl of soup at somebody? The March 10th, 2018 episode Animated glory. Plausible deniability. That award, along with Disney animator Glenn Keane, won for Best Animated Short Film. Bryant, an accepting award, had this to say. Quote, I don't know if it's possible. I mean, as basketball players, we really are supposed to shut up and dribble. But I am glad we do a little bit more than that. Close quote. The September 8th, 2018 episode, Gruden Grinding Gears, Nike Chooses Kaepernick. Now, with Kaepernick dealing with issues that we have not seen an athlete handle since the late 1960s with Muhammad Ali, Guess who decides to not only make the face of the product, but have a line dedicated to him, have shoes dedicated to him, and pay for him from the time he was not a 49er to this moment. That is huge. That's big because you have Nike legitimizing not just Colin Kaepernick, but it legitimizes his struggle. Last but not least, the November 24th, 2018 episode, NFL owns Thanksgiving. Secretary of State, Coach Rice. So she has some sports credentials to her. She even has some football credentials to her. My consternation is they are seriously considering a person, not woman. They're seriously considering a person who has no coaching experience whatsoever. (laughs) Come on, Browns. That would be like you're hiring me for the job. And the winner of the 2018 VIP Honors Episode of the Year is... Drum roll. Drum roll again. Okay, y'all, I know y'all ready, right? Uh, here we go. 
the September 8th, 2018 episode. Rudy Riding Gears. Nike Chooses Captain. Later, who is going to be the VIP of the year? The skit of the year and the dolt of the year will be announced. But coming up next, the segment of the year. This is the third annual VIP Honors. NBA just got real The NBA just got more gangster. The NBA just got brutal. Trevor Ariza, Gerald Green, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, James Harden star in the action flick. That will get you to TNT and ABC and ESPN with a quickness. The NBA players star in From the Back Door. Rated you out, yo, man. Ladies and gentlemen, the founder and CEO of the Hollow Nine Network, Dave Maresca. Even though we hunger for the full experience of something, we always come back to that one part of something we got to see or hear again. It's like, wait a minute, was that what I think I heard? Did he just say that? Even though a whole body of work is great, a sampling can many times aid in the enjoyment. This is when certain bits of a show are celebrated as much as the totality of the work. The nominees for Segment of the Year are... From the January 13th, 2018 episode, Hit Deshaun Payton. And what dance am I talking about? Well, imagine your arms being extended out in front like you're holding bike rails and he is stiffly moving from side to side yes it now is a dance it's called the sean payton and it actually now has theme music oh you don't believe me hit it From the March 3rd, 2018 episode, J.R. Smith throws a bowl of soup. Is it because he takes off his shirt? No. Is it because he looks like he's blind when he's on the court? No. Is it his shot selection when the shots don't fall? No. It could be any of those reasons, but it's not for this one. He's on Dole to the Week because the 32-year-old veteran decided to throw a bowl of soup at assistant Damon Jones. 
from the July 7th, 2018 episode, LeBron James being considered an all-time great Laker. Lakers fan. CC. NBA fan. Subject of email. Tenure! Body of email. In order to be a great player of an organization, one must ply some time into it. Mostly you would have to ply the majority of your career as a member of that organization. From the September 22nd, 2018 episode, you can't count on a black quarterback. He said he based the comments that he talked about that you can't count on black QBs on the quote limited success close quote of black quarterbacks in the NFL. (laughs) Sit down, son. You may be a superintendent, but you need to sit down and get served a lesson class. It's in session, son. From the November 10th, 2018 episode, Jimmy Butler is a 76er. The lucky team that won the Jimmy Butler sweepstakes was the Heat, was the Lakers, was the Celtics, was the Clippers. Was the Sixers. (laughs) Yes, the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, the team that believes in the trust the process motto got a good key piece. And the winner of the VIP honors segment of the year is... From the November 10th, 2018 episode, Jimmy Butler is a 76er. Larry Nasser. Do I even need to go into why I believe this chump is a dolt? I don't think so. But for those who are in the uninitiated pile and for those who probably need a brush up, here's why he is adult of the week. This guy who supposedly is a doctor decided to take advantage of more than 200 girls in the gymnastics field and his base of operations was East Lansing, Michigan, the home of Michigan State. Complaints about him being so heavy-handed and frisky with the hands began in 1995. Now, there were reports that come out that many has understood that this guy was being sexually mischievous, if not basically just sexually abusive, and nothing happened. Very frustrating when that happens, right? Well, like I said, 95, 2005. This didn't become a story until 2016. So this guy had rough reign to do whatever he had to do for almost 20 years. And he was also elected not just to be on the gymnastics team of Michigan State, but the U.S. Olympic team. 
Now, I'm going to make this really short and really sweet. I'm only going to say two things about this. If you really want to know what I think about this whole sort of situation, then you will have to hear the next episode when, upon further view, I will address all things Michigan State. And there will not be a vote for Dolt of the Month for January 2018. Why? Because this gentleman deserves it more than any other candidate. It's just that plain and simple. And he's very close to being a unanimous choice for Dolt of the Quarter for the first quarter of 2018 as well. We'll see with the intervening two months, but for January, I'm putting it right now on this episode. Larry Nasser, I'm not going to call you doctor anymore. You, sir, with the death warrant that the judge actually said that she was glad to sign. And I'm so glad she did because you were a jerk with her, too. With all of that, my friend, you are not only the dolt of the week, you are for January 2018. The dolt of the month. Enjoy that. In jail. This is the third annual VIP honor. wonder when spider-man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers you ever wonder why superman wears his underwear outside of his pants my name is imran my name is anthony he's the jock and he's the nerd and we're your hosts for the jock and nerd podcast where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions this is a full spoiler podcast and we swear a lot check it out for awesome geek news interviews and comic book reviews visit jockandnerd.com we are your superhero tv movies and comic book culture curators boom jockandnerd.com jockandnerd if you agree to terms on something you can stick with that and continue onward if you didn't want to be there you shouldn't have put yourself out there in consideration. And, and that's what I believe. And you can all say, well, yeah, he has the right to make up his mind. Okay, yeah, Josh had his right to make up his mind. But uh, you can't shake hands and sign on the dotted line and then say, mm, rip up the contract. Nah, that's just not how it goes. That Damn just it! isn't how, oh, Lord, I thought I avoided this. <laughs> oh, Talk to the people. Man up. Sponsored by nobody. Hurry it up, hurry it up. Cole's about to get the bad mouth on him. (laughs) 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 Oh, Coel. Oh, Coel. I thought you knew football. You once again proved that you don't know how to pick them. You are wrong once again. I say again, you are wrong. You didn't pick them for the NFC Divisional Round. You didn't pick them for the NFC Championship Game. And you didn't pick them for the Super Bowl. You were wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong. And because of that, I have a special treat for you. One, two, three. Fly, eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fight, fight, fight! 
Fly, eagles fly. Door touchdown, one, two, three. One, two, three. Hit them low, hit them high. And watch those eagles fly. Fly, eagles fly. On the road to victory. Yeah! <laughs> you can end this now. Come on. Woo! Cut his mic short. My time is up. Tune in next time as Cole has to once again. Man up! This next gentleman is one of the rising stars in the sports sphere. He's part of the Three Point Conversion Network, and he is probably one of the brightest minds in terms of boxing. And he knows his football and basketball as well. Ladies and gentlemen, the guy who is giving you the real deal every chance he gets, the host of The Real Deal with Damian Adams, Damian Adams. Dopes, champions, good, bad, highs, lows. Of all the pieces Cold Sports brings, this particular one is the most diverse of them all. We could talk about LeBron James versus Kobe Bryant versus Michael Jordan versus James Harden. We also can talk about controversial plays and history-making moments. What grinds your gears is what makes this particular segment unique. Because of the topics in this category, you have no choice but to go in. The nominees for going in of the year are the July 9th, 2018 episode, Kawhi Leonard reportedly dodged the Spurs in New York. So they just stopped whatever rehab he was doing, got him up, and got him out the facility. How fifth grader of you? Come on now, grow a set. Be a man. Whatever you want to do, actually just stand up and save yourself. Don't hide behind your uncle to say what you want to do. You're what, 27? 27-year-olds should not hide behind uncle's and fathers and mothers to say what he wants to do in life. From the July 16, 2018 episode, Free Whoppers for Pregnancy. Burger King in Russia would give this suspecting female $47,000 and a lifetime supply of Whoppers if a World Cup soccer player impregnated her. (laughs) 
Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, the stupidity is so bad I have to laugh at it. From the September 1st, 2018 episode, the most progressive tennis grand slam is no more. Giuseppe, how dare you not have the gumption and the balls to allow this person here, a 23 grand slam champion, three at your event, wear that outfit. It's not revealing. It's not risque. It's... <laughs> It is not offensive. It's an outfit. From the 2018 October 20th episode, Interference or Home Run. And there was a fan wearing a white button down, silver hair, and he was reaching for the ball. He had his left hand on the wall. He had his right hand over the wall into the field of play, reaching for it. And how can I tell there was some shadow underneath his arm showing to me that he was reaching over the fence and into the field? Now, the ball, he didn't catch, obviously. There was two fans to the right of him that collided with the ball and Betts' glove, and there you have the controversy. But for me, the moment that fan reached over the wall and into the field of play, I said, well, right there, that's proof he's out because you had a fan who interfered. From the November 2018 episode that was on November 10th, Timberwolves trade Jimmy Butler to the 76ers. And this guy who has received boos, received a standing ovation in the same game, received an MVP chant, and made himself a DNP, and dogs it on the court, simply because he did not want to be a part of the organization, is now gone. And the winner of the 2018 VIP Honors going in of the year is... From the July 16, 2018 episode, Free Whoppers for Pregnancy... Now for the other 29 executives in the NBA who decided to let the best center in the league go to the defending champs. The one thing, the one thing that could possibly stop the Warriors is a physical or at least a more physical style of play. What's the one thing that could beat teams running up and down? You slow down the pace and you pound it in the post. Lakers could have used him. The Rockets could have used him. The Pelicans definitely could have used him. I mean, they would have been a threat. 
But the Pelicans are losing their steam because, well, I mean, they only have Holiday and Davis. The way that team clicked was you had those two along with Rondo at the point and Cousins, who you could switch with Davis being center and power forward. All they needed was depth, and I think they would have been able to compete with the Warriors, but nah. Gone with the win with him. The Blazers could have used him. The Clippers could have used him. I mean, I can name many different teams who could have used him. Heck, I mean, OKC could have. Even I mean, they're, they're willing to pay luxury tax out the wazoo. What's an extra $5.3 million? I mean, I can I can go on and on. I mean, Celtics, Bucks. I mean, any contender could have actually signed him to a contract and didn't have to pay a whole ton of money if he felt as though he wanted to prove himself. But nah, he's injured. We probably won't see him play until at the earliest the All Star break. Forget it. And he reached out to the Warriors and said, you know what? I want to play for you guys. In fact, I want to play for you guys so bad, I will accept a mid-level exception deal. I don't have to be paid a whole chunk of money. Just just a year and five million. Beat the Warriors to the punch. Stack talent with them. And use that talent to beat them. Otherwise, don't complain that the Warriors are getting, a, as they say, a Monstars team in real life. Because the other executives are flummoxed. They are creating the Monstars. Point to them, not the team in the Bay Area. Because they want to see Space Jam live and in a living color and not in a theater. They want their NBA to be Space Jam. They want the Warriors to be the Monstars. How else could you explain to have a $5.3 million mid-love exception deal to a guy that could have earned at least 30 in the open market to get to the Warriors? Don't give me that he's afraid to compete. No. The NBA executives are afraid to get better. And they're afraid for their teams to get better. So they don't take a risk. They just let it go. Well, here you are. Be happy. Later, the upon further review of the year will be announced. But coming up next... Which athlete will be awarded the Champions Personified of the Year? This is the third annual VIP Honor. I'm here right now to interview former Bills GM and former Colts GM, Bill Polian. Bill, it's a pleasure. Well, thank you. I'm glad that I'm on. All right, well, tell us about 
who you think is a prospect and who you don't think is one. Uh, actually, let's address one that you don't think is one. Uh, you have been on record as saying that Lamar Jackson is too small to play quarterback and he should transition to wide receiver. Yes, yes, I believe so. I believe he should be a wide receiver and not a quarterback. And if you can see in my history, I drafted quarterbacks that were big and they were tall. You know, when you saw Jim Kelly in the 80s running the Kelly gun and when you saw in the 90s and the early 2000s with Peyton Manning running that offense, you know, one guy was 6'4", the other guy was 6'5". So I believe that quarterbacks should be tall. And quite frankly, Lamar Jackson is just not that tall. Oh, okay, let me get this straight. You said that Lamar Jackson is not that tall. So you're not talking about he's too small or too slender. You're saying he's too short. Yes, I'm saying that he's too small to play. Uh, he, I don't think he has the height to really play well. Okay, uh, let me run down this list of a few quarterbacks. There is Aaron Rodgers. He is six foot two. There is Drew Brees. He is six feet even. Some even debate that he's 5'11". There is Russell Wilson, who is 5'10". So are you saying to me that since Lamar Jackson is too short, that those three aren't good enough because Lamar Jackson is taller than all three of the quarterbacks I just mentioned? Well, it's just what I believe. I mean, I mean, he just doesn't look. He doesn't look tall in the pocket. He doesn't doesn't, have, doesn't seem to have that presence. And like I said, w with my track record, I you know I go after big quarterbacks. You know, I mean Jim Kelly, he was tall. He was six four. You, you know, you have Peyton Manning, he was six five. I love tall quarterbacks. Lamar just looks short. All right. So, what is your opinion on? Deshaun Watson, who now is the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans. Well, that that's a good question. He he looked really good in the two championship games in college that he played against at Alabama. If there were more time on the clock, he would have beaten them in that championship game. And then he, of course, avenged that the next year and won. That was one heck of a throw with one second to go in the game. He, he has good presence, and he's a great athlete. I mean, he moves in the pocket well. He throws with some accuracy. He has power in his arm. He's a wonderful player, and he's a great quarterback who's going to be really good for years to come. The Texans did a great job in drafting him. Uh, Bill, you do know, though, that Deshaun Watson is just about the same height and weight as Lamar Jackson. Uh, Jackson is six foot three, two hundred twelve pounds. Deshaun is six foot three, two hundred fifteen pounds. Oh. This is the moment Bill knew. He up. Ladies and gentlemen, one half of the Ranting and Raving podcast, Steve Sandwich Hanish. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Sandwich from the Ranting and Raving podcast, and I am honored to be presenting here at the VIP Awards for Cole Sports. We talk about the bad side of sports. In fact, we relish in it. It is necessary to talk about this side of the industry. However, 
There is another side. Those individuals or entities who want to make their world better than they found it. We award champions on the field, but here, we are here to shine a light on the ones who show those championship qualities off the athletic battlefield. The nominees for Champions Personified of the Year are from January 6, 2018, the Winter Classic, living up to its name. And finally, they found an event that could breathe a little life into the sport, and it's called the Winter Classic. Well, it's a show. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a it's a game where it happens every New Year's Day sometime around, what, 1 or 2 in the afternoon. And two teams play. They play in an outdoor stadium, either either baseball stadium or a football stadium. And they're subject to the elements. Now, this has been 10 years in existence, but it actually has been a really good, actually has been a great stroke of genius, I have to admit. February 17th, 2018. Heroic coaches die in school shooting. The athletic director of the school, Chris Hickson, and two coaches, Scott Beagle and Aaron Feast. Now, Coach Beagle, who was the cross-country coach, he's remembered for being a hero because he led students that were in the hallway into his classroom to keep them safe from the shooter. And as he attempted to relock the door, he was shot and killed. And with Mr. Feast, who was the assistant coach at football, a student accounted that he served as a security monitor at the school, and he pushed a female student out of the line of fire while jumping in between her and the shooter. Well, of course, he got gunned down. March 10th, 2018. Christian McCaffrey saves man's life. The man, the elder statesman, falls about 20 feet onto a rock. Also imagine an NFL player being nearby, hiking as well. And because he was there, he immediately rushed to make sure that that man was safely secured and healing in the hospital, where that man now is healthy and can hike again. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the Panthers' former first-round pick of 2017, running back Christian McCaffrey. September 1st, 2018, the $37 million man. So we could talk about price tags and how much money you raise but Justin James Watt gets that it's not about that it's about how you impact people who need the resources that you're able to provide for them that he sees a need that I have but you don't so I'm going to give you the opportunity to have because in this situation you need a whole lot more than I do October 13th, 2018, Drew Brees becomes NFL's all-time career yards leader. The NFL wants to have the statuesque presence behind center. The Ben Roethlisberger, the Cam Newton, Jermarcus Russell, as bad as he was, the Dante Culpepper, even the Randall Cunninghams, Warren Moons, the, the list goes on and on. Tall, statuesque guy. That is what NFL scouts look for in quarterbacks. Well, Drew Brees was never that guy. 
but he proved that he was greater than that. And the winner of the VIP Honors Champions Personified of the Year is... From September 1st, 2018, the $37 million man. Congratulations. Once again, I've been Sandwich of the Ranting and Raving Podcast and enjoyed the show. Our next presenter is one who, as I have said to him, off air and on air, takes stereotypes and basically punches it completely in the face. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, a guy who represents the Appalachian area of the United States, the host of Appalachian Pie, Blaine Kerr. We celebrate the good and bad in sports. This show celebrates the personalities of the industry. However, the most important aspect of this show is you, the fans of the show. They're called VIPs because those associated with this brand consider you all the most important aspect of the show. Right now, we want to recognize one VIP in particular. This VIP is dedicated, loyal, and is the exact person we like to have represent the Cole Sports brand. And it is our complete pleasure to award this honor to the most important VIP of 2018. The winner of the VIP honors of the year goes to... is the unwritten rule is you're supposed to build a trust as a coach between yourself and the media. Now you can conduct whatever style you want. You can be combative. You can, you can be hit and miss. You can be cloak and dagger. You can be gregarious and open. However you want to do it is your business, but you cannot straight up admit your line to the media. And I said last week, and tune into that episode, the episode that 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 talks about uh, Elway never colluding in people being out of their plunking minds. I said that Urban Meyer was going to be on the sidelines coaching 
in 2018 because this offense was not going to hurt him. And it didn't. And you could say, well, he still is being suspended for three games because officially the Ohio State University suspended Urban Meyer for the first three games of the 2018 season. But in mid-September, he'll be back on the sideline. (laughs) As I said, he was not going to be missing 2018. He was going to be on the sideline. Why? Because 73 and 8, baby. That means 73 wins and 8 losses at the Ohio State University as head coach. I told you. It is more important to cut down those nets in early April if you're a basketball program or hoist that crystal football in the in the sky come January. It costs to not go. It is a boon if you do. And this guy has given Ohio State the prestige that they've been looking for ever since Woody Hayes. And I don't count Jim Tressel because they had a decent run, but it wasn't impactful enough. They saw an institutional head coach bringing Ohio State, I'm sorry, the Ohio State University to the prominence of being one of those programs you mentioned in the same breath as Notre Dame, as USC, as Michigan. And now you can actually say they're better than Michigan at the moment. Sorry, Bings and Blue fan, that's just the truth. As now Alabama. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing to me how that is what shapes the narrative of these programs. Coming up next, the upon further review of the year. And later, the skit of the year and the total of the year will be announced. This is the third annual VIP Honor. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Dino Red. I'm Pip Lilly. And your girl, Dijon Monique. And And we're we're the Shiznit Show. Show. And we want to invite you guys to come by and check us out. We are on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. And every place else, great podcasts can be found. But don't look for us under the Shiznit Show. Look for us under the Red Rock Podcast Network. Oh, well, every queen, especially black queens, have subjects. And whatever subject you got, I got an opinion on it. If you don't know who I am, just Google Google me. me. (laughs) You'll find out. I got some broke hacks for Every week. Dejan, what you bringing to the table? You already know I'm coming with the hot fire celebrity gossip, the gossip. craziest topics of the week. Crazy. And you already know my opinions are hot. And so are her big My God. So I've been told. <laughs> I wouldn't know. But thank you guys for uh, checking us out. Come ride with us on the Shiznit Show, and you will not regret it. Every week. The Shiznit. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad that uh, you were able to, to attend. <sighs> how, how can I put this? This has been a tough time for me, for my family, and for the family of Ohio State. Uh, Buckeye Nation has really been rocked and reeled by really a situation, a tough situation that that a woman put us in. Yeah, and in... You know, the the man that, that did this, you know, he was a brother, although he was a freaky brother. He still was a brother. 
you know, I mean, hey, he had the nerve to bring sex toys on campus. He also had the nerve to send lewd photos of himself from from Washington, D.C. But, hey, that's that's still my brother. You know, I, I, I thought that we would cover it up and, and, and keep that hush-hush, and we wouldn't have to... I, I mean, um, I, I thought that we would be able to handle this in-house, but it didn't happen because, well, I, I, his meddling, big mouth ex-wife had the audacity and nerve to speak. You know, it, it's it's unfortunate that we have we have in these days and times discretion be gone and just because just because my brother her ex-husband decided to be heavy-handed and treated her like ike turner did tina that that doesn't mean that she had to leak that out no 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 it it meant that we handled things as a family in-house and really i am sorry but I am not sorry because of what happened. I'm sorry that I got caught. And I'm sorry that my my brother Zach got caught. And I'm sorry that you had to be subjected to a bitter woman. Who, yeah, she got her face beat in. But she needed to know her place and keep her mouth shut. But most importantly, I am so sorry to Buckeye Nation. Because what's most important is we're winning bowls and we're winning national championships. So I want to put more of those crystal balls in Columbus. Families, it doesn't matter. You know, what happens behind closed doors, that doesn't matter. A hurt woman talking to the public because she wants her 15 minutes of fame, that doesn't matter. No, what matters is victories. And that is what's most important. And... With that, I'll take questions. Uh, um, Urban, you, you seem to be so cavalier and dismissive about Courtney Smith, the ex-wife you just trashed in, in your statements just now. My, my question is, do you believe a woman should be beaten? Do you actually have compassion for a woman who suffers domestic violence? Or, or is there something is there something missing in you to be so callous and cavalier about this uh what's your take on that uh, i want you to security remove that reporter out uh, I, I, i'm not gonna answer that question i'm not gonna dignify that with response Mo- remove him remove him you know i want you to know that you sir are a pig you are gross i can't stand men like you why are you actually just sweeping this under the rug? That woman deserves to be stood up for. You have the power to do it, and you're not doing it. Uh, security. You, I can't believe you. I, you are a scum. I don't like you. Ah! You should have fired him. You should have fired his... And I believe that's going to conclude this press conference. Uh, well... Actually, it doesn't. Uh, I'm going to actually appeal the fact that I'm being suspended for the first three games of the 2018 season because, hey, I'm not the one who's beating my wife up. That's the lunatic. That's my brother. That's him. Not me. I shouldn't pay for crimes of this idiot. But I am. And I'm going to appeal that. 
No further questions. See. Ladies and gentlemen, one third and the main host of the More Good Than podcast, Chris Brayton. Stick to sports. We've heard this phrase often. Many people think when we talk about this genre, ingenuity, critical thinking, and intellect are thrown out the window. It's almost a foregone conclusion that if you are a sports fan, you are the type of person who paints their body in your favorite team's colors. But there is an intellectual side to sports. There are those out here who want to be insulted. Just tell it like it is. With the fun, there are always things that make you think and feel. The nominees for Upon further review of the year are from the January 6, 2018 episode, The Winter Classic, Living Up to Its Name. The Winter Classic is one that's geared to the casual fan and also is geared toward the fan that grew up in hockey settings where the cold is where they learn how to play the sport. If they can get more events like this, I really think the sport will take off in the United States and it probably will get a resurgence even in Canada, which is big, but I would dare say it's not as big as it should be. From the February 3rd, 2018 episode, Campus in Turmoil. How is it that you are a woman and you don't give a crap about these girls being sexually abused by this man? How? How does it not make you angry to say, okay, I will take what you're saying under advisement because this idiot has to go. How is it that those words did not come out of your mouth and you're a female? It's bad enough even for me as a male to overlook this. You are a female and you overlook this. That is utterly inexcusable utterly unacceptable and utterly ridiculous and utterly inane i I just it, it just it gets my blood boiling that you all are considering nothing but how much money is in the coffers of one michigan state university and not the welfare of these girls that are getting harmed by this pedophile slash sexual abuser slash rapist From the August 25th, 2018 episode, NBA players talk about the battles of mental health. So you can wish and want to be in someone's place who has opulence and has means and has resources and has the wherewithal to control their lives in a way that you can't. But you got to be thankful for what you have. And I believe in the journey to health. The journey to mental health for DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Love, Paul Pierce, and and a few others who have openly and bravely have come forward to say this is a problem in the NBA for sure. 
from the October 13th, 2018 episode, Drew Brees becomes NFL's all-time career yards leader. He may not have anything but a Super Bowl MVP at the moment. He may not only have a one ring, and he may only get one ring. But the one thing that you cannot take away from him is the fact that he is a champion. And that he has done things no other quarterback has ever done. He can put it so far to reach, he can make the career passing yards mark. Be almost on par as like the 56 game hitting streak of Joe DiMaggio or the 511 career wins of Cy Young. Because I could see him easily throwing for more than 80,000 yards before he hangs it up. I can easily see it. He's going to at least throw for 550 touchdowns, probably even more than that. From the November 24th, 2018 episode, Pigskin and Turkey Day. We have the Lions, who I've heard people complain about being on Thanksgiving, and same with the Cowboys. Because I've had people say, well, why is it always these two teams? It's always these two teams because at the beginning of this, none of the other teams wanted to volunteer playing on Thanksgiving, at least not every year. Now, when these NFL franchises saw how profitable Thanksgiving Day games were, they became more receptive and open to play or host, at least, a Thanksgiving Day game of their own. And in 2006, a third Thanksgiving Day game was born. And the winner of the VIP honors upon further review of the year is... February 3rd, 2018 episode, Campus in Turmoil. Lifetime athlete is available for trade. You had to do everything you can to get him. And here is what Mac was seeing. So he came on the scene in 2014. He was feeling his way. Then in 2015, he had 16 and a half sacks. Then in 2016, he was a defensive player of the year. Then in last year, in 2017, he had 10 and a half. Now in four years, he amassed over 40 sacks for you. And for his troubles, he gets traded. And along with that, he sees his best friend on the team, Derek Carr. He gets broken off five years, $125 million extension. He's, he's happy for Derek, and that's cool. He also sees the head coach, who later talks out the side of his mouth, receiving a $100 million deal. Because for 10 years, he gets paid $10 million each year. That's college coach money. Mark Davis doesn't care. And it's like Monopoly with him. Anyway. Here's what Gruden had to say about the possibility of keeping Mac. Quote, It's tough when you have two players that are the highest paid at their positions, so the economic part of it certainly weighs in. We've got free agents on our team that are going to be up 
for next year. We got to find a way to bring them back. So you've got to field a 53-man roster. And there are some implications of having two players making that much money. There's no mystery to anybody. Close quote. Here's the mystery. So you mean to tell me that the purse strings can't be loosened up? Why? Because you got $100 million that you're going to pocket, Gruden? You got $100 million yourself. And you're talking about the fact that you can't afford the greatest defensive player you have had since Charles Woodson on the team? Come on, what sense does that make? You got a player who is a franchise maker. You don't trade him away before his prime. This guy can do wonders. This guy could put you in the Super Bowl, but you trade him away. Why? Because you're making too much money. Not because the Raiders don't have it. It's because you cost $10 million. And will until 2027. So don't give me this crap that you can't afford the free agents that are going to be up next year. You can afford him. If you have a quality player like Khalil Mack, who is a franchise maker, like they did with Carr a year back. You take care of that guy. Forget the free agents that you can't get. You lock down your franchise makers. Period. You lock them down. You solidify them. You make him a Raider for life. You don't pull this crap of saying, well, we don't really have the funds. We have to let him go. That's hogwash. You sign that man now. Coming up next, the skit of the year. And later, who will be the dolt of the year? This is the third annual VIP Honor. Come on, lady, you come on now. You can't be serious. Effort! Effort, gentlemen, effort! And if you don't provide it for me, I'm going to cut every last one of you! Don't let me get my chucky face on! Hey, hey, man. Hey. Hey, you want to hit it? Get up my face, Martavius! I'm serious! I've been up since 3 in the morning! Been, you didn't go to sleep. Smoke up my face, Martavius. I told you you're going to be... Ugh. This is going to be the death of you. You're not going to have an NFL career if you keep smoking that weed. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I'm like the far side, baby. Smoking that weed. Feeling fun. <laughs> Lord. 
You don't get me high off the contact, man. Get out there and run me a curl. Curl. I'm doing a curl with these hands curling this 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 joint. Kiss my with that. Tell me I'm gonna run a curl. I've been going curl since I was eleven. Please. Run up. Somebody, wide receivers coach, get this, get this fool out of my face. I got a team to run. No, man, I'll leave, man. Oh, before I do, here's something for you. (laughs) Get out of my face! Stop blowing that stuff in my face, man. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. Marshawn! Marshawn, come on. Hit this, man. Hit me one time with it. You know you smoke that, man. You the one who turned me on to that out in the bay, man. I'm talking about Yeah, hit it, baby. Hit it. <laughs> Woo, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, get it. Get it. Come on now. Hype. Yeah. Get that buffoonery out of my face. And get that get that thing off of you. If you and you go positive with a test, we're gonna have no liability on you. You're gonna be on your own. Man, you. I don't care about the test. Light them up! Ladies and gentlemen, the host and executive producer of BS3 Sports, Ben Sutterth III. The show has a lot of serious content to it. There's no question Cold Sports takes the sports landscape in a professional manner. However, that does not mean the show lacks being silly. Here's where the show rolls down the sleeves, unbuttons the collar, and has a good time. All throughout the show, you heard the nominees of this category, and we are proud to unveil them once again, right now. The nominees for Skit of the Year are... From the January 20th, 2018 episode, From the Back Door. From the February 10th, 2018 episode, Cole Gets Clowned to Fly Eagles Fly. From the February 24th, 2018 episode, Bill Polian is schooled about Lamar Jackson. From the August 25th, 2018 episode, Urban Myers Press Conference. From the September 15th, 2018 episode, 
Martavius Bryant blows marijuana smoke in John Gruden's face. And the winner of the VIP Honors Segment of the Year is... September 15th, 2018 episode, Martavius Bryant blows marijuana smoke in John Gruden's face. The Pittsburgh Steelers! The whole lot of you gets this. All 53 players, all front office personnel, all coaches, even the towel boy, all of you get this award. Why? Because you have one of the top five players in the NFL for running backs. And you stay stubborn and proud because you don't want to give him a contract. You lowball him. And then you say, hey, we gave him a contract. He didn't sign. And we, we in good faith want to do that because we keep franchise ta- tagging him and he decides to leave. <laughs> but Le'Veon, you're not off the hook either. What in the world was that ransom looking tweet? Tweeting upside down. Why? Why, son? You don't have to explain yourself that way. All you have to do is basically say, I wanted this number. The team gave me this number. They didn't. And they don't want me to explore my free agency. So they keep franchise tagging me. And I'm being handcuffed. And you didn't have to go far. You didn't have to go far in history to know the playbook that they were doing was the same playbook that the Washington NFL franchise did with Kirk Cousins. Where they said, we're going to hammer you a deal. We're going to make you one of the highest paid players in the NFL in your position. But we want to make sure that you're going to play well. And this ain't a fluke. So we're going to franchise tag it this year. That was 2016. Then the next offseason. You know, that was a good season. And you proved that you could play. You You proved that you could play NFL ball at quarterback. We ain't convinced all the way yet. We're going to franchise tag you again. So Kirk said, "Eh, I'm not going to sign that this time. I'll play it out, though. I'll sign the tag. But you're going to pay me. And if you ain't, another team will. So when this pass offseason came, the Vikings came a knocking. And they rolled the Brinks truck, $84 million worth. To his front door. Bye bye nation's capital. Hello twin cities. What you're doing is you're taking it a step further. You felt slighted. You felt disrespected. I get that. And then when you see other skill position players get broken off their dough. Chiefly amongst them. Odell Beckham Jr. And Todd Gurley. So I get your plight. I don't get your immaturity in the plight. But I get your plight. You didn't want to be hamstrung. And if you were to take deals like that, you would be hamstrung. I got that 1,000%.
but you didn't have to throw shade. Just, just maintain your stance and say, this is what I deserve to have. This is what I'm worth. This is what I need to have. I'm sticking to it. If you did that, you'd have been fine. But you reduce yourself to being 12, and that sort of makes it salty to people who look at you and say, well, the Steelers slid $14 million a year in his face. He decided to turn it down. And then his franchise tag was worth $14.5 million. He decided to turn that down. So he's griping and kvetching for nothing. And now he's getting paid nothing. Coming up next, who will be the adult of the year? This is the third annual VIP Honor. In a world where sports journalism has become a joke, one man stands for integrity when others won't. Cole Johnson, the best sportscaster in the USA, and one bad We here at Radio Haver congratulate Cole on reaching this landmark. We look forward to hearing you on our airwaves and your own for many more years to come. Congrats, buddy. Our last presenter, I have come to know this guy. He is a brother of mine. He is, while the the talent he possesses is extensive, he is a play-by-play announcer. He is the host of his own show, and he is the owner of his own network. Ladies and gentlemen, the host of Snowman in the Morning and the CEO of Arena Sportsnet, Brian Snow. People seem to relish the bad in sports. We get a good chuckle out of when athletes step out of line, say something silly, or anger us with taking for granted the good fortune they do have in playing the sport and getting paid handsomely for it. We get angry. We laugh. We shake our heads. But most of all, we say, this is not the right type of behavior. Throughout this program, you have heard the five nominees and why they have been chosen as the worst of the worst for 2018. And now, it's time. The nominees for the Dolt of the Year are Larry Nasser, 
the 29 NBA executives. Urban Meyer. John Gruden. The Pittsburgh Steelers. And the winner of the VIP Honors Dolt of the Year is... Ladies and gentlemen, the third annual VIP Honors is in the books. Did you enjoy yourselves tonight? Good, good. I'm so glad. Well, if you want to participate in anything cold sports, all you have to do is go on to cold sports with a Z. Dot com. That's coldsportswithaz.com. If you feel the need to save with your chest on air, reach to me or us on email. Go to the Cold Sports VIP room. All of that and then some. And even getting merchandise as well. Coldsportswithaz.com is where you go. Hey. And as I say on my show, I'm going to say it here. Three things. That I ask of, of you each and every time I sign off. Love your neighbor as yourself and love yourself with your whole heart. Tell a friend to tell a friend about this particular program or brand and enjoy the content. Well, for the intelligent sportsmen and women in this room and those listening at home or in your car. I am Cole Johnson, and this is Cole Sport. Thank you so much, everybody. You have a wonderful night. Good night, everybody.
What a fantastic night that we had in store. Wow, it's just a wonderful evening. So glad that we were able to present this third anniversary of Cold Sports, the VIP Honors, the second year we've done it this way, and the third celebration we've had of any sort. Laura Cage here again on the red carpet backstage, and we gotta we got to interview the man himself. So here we are. The man himself is here. Cole Johnson, the CEO, the founder of Cole Sports. Uh, sir, thank you for this platform. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate it. Uh, it's, it's been an undertaking. I'm so glad that I've done it. So how do you feel now? I remember last year when Ashley interviewed me, I said I was tired. Uh, I am tired too this year, but for some reason I feel a little more energized. You know, it, this was a good thing. This is a good thing. So tell us, what what are you thinking? Uh, what has been the thought process you've had in knowing that you have done this for three years? Well, here's the thought process I have. Uh, there's been times I just simply didn't want to turn on the mic and record. Uh, there's been times that I had life outside of the program affect the program itself. And there's, all, and there's also been times where I've actually had that self-talk of self-defeating attitudes and thought processes. And so when I do shows like these, I reflect on that. And I think the energy that you feel from me is sort of uh, up yours to that type of negative energy. So to do this now three years, it's been a monumental accomplish, uh, accomplishment. So, Oris, for those who don't know, how did Cold Sports get started? Well, I love to tell the story. And I don't know if I actually told the story on Cold Sports, but I guess, here we go. I guess we're about to tell it now. So, I'm sitting at my kitchen table, well, not kitchen table, a den table, uh, on a cold January morning in Nashville. And... I looked at the phone, pressed a button to record, and Cold Sports was born there as a show. Now, as an entity, that goes about four years before then. So I was just, I think I was watching some sports. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember if it was, I think it was Sports Center, I believe. And my wife at the time was editing a show, so she calls me over to her area. And she says, baby, I have something to tell you. I think you should do a show. I mean, you have a wonderful voice. You know sports. Oh, my gosh. You need to put something constructive to do sports with it. So I'll tell you what. I have a slot on my own show where I could put maybe two minutes of your time on it. And I want you to be on that show. So two minutes come up with something and oh here's a pen here's a pad you have 30 minutes to create this and go and I'm like oh wait a minute what do you want me to talk about Kobe Bryant LeBron James NFL playoffs what, what do you want what do you want me to talk about anything baby it doesn't matter you got 30 minutes chop chop <sighs> yeah 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 so <laughs> 
I'm frantically writing down something. And to this day, now that it's been seven years, I can't remember what it was that I said, but I, I think it had something to do, because it was around January, it had something to do with the NFL playoffs, and I think it was like the wild card weekend. And this was the year the Giants won their second Super Bowl with Eli Manning. And I don't remember what I said in the beginning or or during the breadth of that particular program, but I just remember the end where I said, I'm Cole Johnson, and this is Cole Sports. And my wife said, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. How did you know how to do this? How did you how could you do that? Oh my gosh, that's a, that's the name of your show. That's the name of your show. Cold Sports, that's the name of your show. Every time you do a show, every time you press record, you go, Cold Sports. You do that hook every time you press record. It's like, okay, sure. But remember the self-doubting that I talked to you about during the duration of the show? That same self-doubting I had that same self-doubt talk I, I heard in between then and four years later when the show began in earnest. So <laughs> it was four years in the making, but man, I'm glad that I did press record and trust to press record to put forth sports the way I see it. Well, we appreciate you doing what you do. Oh, tell us what is on tap for year number four. I mean, you, we didn't get a chance to talk about it during the VIP honors, but one of the biggest events that took place in cold sports was the creation of the From the Vault segment. So, yeah, tell us about that and then tell us about the future of cold sports. Well, I'll uh, ask me about the From the Vault question afterwards because I think I'm going to forget it. <laughs> so just remind me and ask me that again. But uh, the future of cold sports, it's simple. I want to streamline what I do to those who want their intelligence not be insulted when it comes to sports. Because as I have seen and as I have understood and as I now have met, there are more and more people who do not want to be insulted. And there's more and more people who don't want to be castrated and and castigated as the guy or the girl who paints themselves from head to toe in whatever team color it is and they go out and they're almost a butt naked in four degree weather because a lot of people think that is what all fans do or that's how all fans act or that's how all fans behave and no that's not how all fans behave so I want to create that energy where I streamline your tele- your, your intelligence being rewarded in being a sports fan you know so you may see more segments in the future. You may see different segments in the future. Uh, we were awarded one of them with going in uh, on uh, early tonight, but uh, yeah, you may see new new inventions, new ways that we're going to attack what cold sports is because, well, it has always been sports on another level. It always is for the intelligent sportsman and sportswoman, and it also is the classiest sports show on the planet. Those three mantras are not going to change as far as cold sports is concerned. Now, uh, sorry, what was your other question about uh, From the Vault? Yeah, yeah, From the Vault. How, what, what made you create From the Vault? Because that's one of the 
to me, one of the best segments that Cold Sports brings and has to offer. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for the, the compliment of, of from the vault. Um, I was talking with, actually, shout out to D. Murph, one of the presenters tonight. Uh, we were having a conversation, and it was during one of the highest points last year. And he said, well, uh, how are you going to be coming back this time, my brother? And I was like, hmm, I don't know yet. I don't know how I'm going to come back. So I, I, guess, I guess hosted, or I should say I was a guest on Why Not Sports uh, with, uh, of course, my, my brother, uh, Bela the Great. And, of course, I had the chance to share that platform with those two, D himself and, and Big Roy. The four of us just chopped it up and still one of the, one of the best times I've ever had on a mic being with those guys. And one of the, one of the things that D said on, in that episode to me and about me was, you know, Cole comes with that history. He knows that history when it comes to sports. And it was like a bell just rang in my head. Ding! I was like, oh my gosh. I love history in sports. I love to combine the two. Why don't I do something in the show that celebrates historical feats in sports? I mean, it makes sense. And so I was like, okay, I got to come up with a good name for it. I just can't say history. You know, and there was some some ideas in the history books or from the history books, uh, the way back machine or time machine. But I was like, no, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to call it that. And then from the vault just hit me. I'm like, oh, that's perfect name from the vault, because, well, when you think about these situations and 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 moments they seem to be I guess you could say placed in a vault of some sort and that's how From the Vault was born alright so tell me about and that, that is a great story so tell me about the presenters and why you picked them and, and, and how you think they did tonight well really all of them did a wonderful job all of them did a wonderful job you know, I just talked to you about D. Murph well you know we We've not known each other for two years now, and the the friendship has just grown. You know, it, it's just grown, and it will continue to grow. You know, because I consider him a brother, and he will say the same about me. And it's a similar thing with almost every other guy that that presented. And yes, I did purposely want to go with guys because one year I'm going to go with all women. You heard it here first, but. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to to have that flavor with with people who really had my back. You know, like a Blaine Kerr, who you know he, you know, I, I've I've gathered a kinship with him basically basically because I lived near the area he calls home. You know, he's from Asheville. Well, I'm sorry, he now lives in Asheville, but he came from Eastern Tennessee. I live in Middle Tennessee now. And so we have that kinship, and we bonded from there. And, well, being that we are from the same generation, we also bonded in that way as well. Uh, Dave Maresca, I mean, (laughs) this guy puts on autodramas in a way that I have not heard other people do it. And and shout out to my other brother, uh, Drew Carson, same thing with him. He's another great audio drama genius. 
uh, Damian Adams. Look, 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 let me say this about this brother. I love the the enthusiasm he has about what he puts forth, and the knowledge that he has to put forth along with it. It's 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 wonderful to see that type of energy, and I see it in another brother, my, uh, my man Christian Simpson. Uh, I mean, he knows football, both college and NFL, like the back of his hand and the palm of his hand at the same time. I mean, both those young cats are just brilliant when it comes to what they know. And Damien is so cold with it when it comes to boxing. Like, you can just toss a boxing question at him and he could just break it down round by round of whatever fight you talk about or round by round and how you think, how he thinks the fight's going to go. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant mind there. Uh, Steve uh, what else can I say about Steve I mean he makes me laugh he makes me laugh he could be talking about diehard he could be talking about the the Giants offensive line whatever it is he just makes me laugh I mean because the passion that he comes with with it it, it's beautiful And, and 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 he knows he's talking about even with the passion and it's it's great to hear a it's great to hear a sports fan have passion, but actually know what he's watching. So yeah, I, I, I mean, Steve Steve's my man. I mean, I, yeah, I, that's all I can say about that. Steve's my man. Uh, Chris Brayton, uh, the voice that God touched us all with listening to. I mean, I mean, I mean, Charlton Heston and Ben Hur would have a hard time competing with this voice. The first time I heard him, I was like, oh, my God, who's this guy? <laughs> Who is this guy? Because this voice is awesome. And when I, when I come to find out that he was a fan of the show, I'm like, oh, wow. And look, I'm, I'm a fan of more good than he also does another. He also does another uh, sports show, too. And he knows his sports as well. And it, it's it's it, it's a joy to actually get to bond with him and call him friend, too. In this aspect, because you know, he's, he's one of those voices that you, you got to listen to no matter what he talks about. It can be movies. It can be sports. It doesn't matter. Just hearing him is a joy. And then my man BS3. Uh, that, that, um, almost immediately, he was a brother to me. You know, uh, we both share, both share a love of sports. We both share a love of Christ. And it's... It is unapologetic in both venues, in both manners. And I love the fact that he respects the fact that I have that love of Christ. And I respect the fact that he has that love of Christ, too. And I also respect the fact that he has a hardcore love of sports, and I do, too. And yes, I know I hit him hard when I talk about Cowboy stuff. But, uh, hey, look, I lived in Houston for so many years, and I dealt with so many Cowboys fans. You have no choice but to listen to that stuff. So, (laughs) there you go. But you know, but Ben, class act all the way. He reminds me of a younger version of Chris Broussard. He just has this air of class about him, and that you you want to see good things with him, no matter what it is, whether it's his family, whether it's another brand. You just want to see him do well, and you know, we became instant friends as soon as as soon as we heard of each other. We we became instant friends, and. A wonderful show, and he treats his he treats his fans wonderfully as well. Uh, and I should know because I'm one of them. And then my brother Brian Snow. What I mean, <laughs> I thought I had energy, 
this guy has energy. And here's the thing. I mean, he and I have had some really good talks. And we've gone through some really rough times in just this past year. And another fast friend that I gained was with him. And there was a lot of lot of similarities and a lot of parallels with him and me in life. And I, I mean, I love the brother. I mean, he's, he's awesome. I mean, play by play, he, he's got you. Morning show, he's got you. I mean, he could put Calvin, Calvin Cowherd to shame. With the stuff that he has, I mean, he can he can he can fold Jason Whitlock like an accordion and kick him completely down the street. I mean, this guy actually has a good show. He has a good presence, and I'll say this: he also has a good knack to draw conversation out of people, and that's what you want in in a, in a personality like him. You know, so you know the presenters, wonderful job, and I have immense respect for all seven of these gentlemen, I mean for all eight of these gentlemen I, I just I, I'm, I'm I'm just humbled that all of them said sure man we'll do this and they came in they did it so yeah I'm, I'm eternally grateful for them well there you have it Cole Johnson the founder of Cole Sports the executive producer of Cole Sports the, exe- the host of Cole Sports uh it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having this show, firstly. And secondly, thank you for a celebration that is, well, three years in the making. <laughs> thank you, Laura. It, it's a pleasure to do this. And everybody, thank you. Thank you for, for listening to the show. And, and thank you for spreading the word of this show. Because I'm going to be completely forthright. I want this show to be syndicated on radio. I want to do this five days a week because I believe that you all deserve to have a voice like me be on the air five days a week to have your intelligence in sports awarded and rewarded. I'm that man. You know I'm that man. And that's why when I say I'm that man, your man, that's what I mean. I'm that man for you and I'm your man for you. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And uh, just just enjoy this and pass this on. And, And Laura, thank you again. Well, thank you, Cole. And that will do it for the third annual VIP Honors. I am Laura Cage. Thank you so much and have a wonderful night. And we'll see you again for year four of VIP Honors. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.